Welcome to the pinnacle of the NBA offseason, personalized in the 62nd episode of your favorite Nuggets podcast, whose name contains the word corner. Welcome to the Serbian Corner. My name is Miroslav Cuk, and I've prepared a bunch of hopefully fun games for you and my guests today. But before that, my weekly rant, also known as a Miro rant. That's top shelf branding right there. The FIBA World Cup is almost over. There are only two games left, which will happen tomorrow night if you live in Eastern Asia, tomorrow in the early afternoon if you live in Europe, or in the Serbian NBA time slot if you live in the United States. We've seen some fun elimination games. First, in the quarterfinal game between Germany and Latvia, Dennis Schroeder put the historical performance, shooting 4 of 26 from the field with 5 turnovers and being minus 20 in a 2-point win. Serbia beat Lithuania by playing hard-nosed perimeter defense and not letting the Lithuanian behemoths out-rebound them. Team US destroyed Italy, which was a punishment for the Italians for beating Serbia three years in a row. Canada played a tough game versus Luka and Slovenia, but Doncic helped them by being a big baby and being ejected from the game after two technical fouls. In the semi-final game yesterday, USA lost a shootout versus Germany. It was a game where the defense was very optional, so both teams ended up on close to 145 defensive rating. And Team US lost their second game of the tournament for two main reasons, in my humble opinion. They were too petite and also relied too heavily on pick and roll, where too many actions ended up using just two guys. Oh yeah, and they let Germany shoot 68% for two and 43% from the three-point line. So very similar to the loss versus Lithuania. So that isn't a coincidence anymore. Serbia played another great match against Canada in the semi-final game. Serbian team had the control over the match practically wire to wire. Canada was getting closer only after several heroic made shots by Na, Nikel and Alexander Walker and Shea Gilders Alexander and also thanks to good shooting stretch from Dylan Brooks. That hasn't made me worried at the slightest, since I knew Brooks would eventually regress to the mean of the most inefficient volume shooter in the NBA. Shea was actually limited to only five points and a half with incredible team defense, where guys helped each other on a string with incredible rotations behind double teams, and only teams with great chemistry and smart players can do that. Canada had more impressive individuals, but there was no doubt who was the better team out there. At the end, we're going to get that USA versus Canada matchup everybody in the US was calling for, and one of those teams will be able to hang bronze medals around their necks, which is significantly better than what those teams won at the World Cup in 2019. Namely, US was seventh in that World Cup, and Canada was outside of top eight, if I remember correctly. In the big final game, everything is possible. I said a couple of days ago how impressed I am with Team Germany. They are definitely more complex to scout comparing to teams like Canada or Slovenia, where everything starts and ends with one player. They have Dennis Schroeder, who is the ultimate swing guy. He can win you a FIBA game against anybody, but he can also pull a Schroeder. That's an official term now, and miss all of his many shots to the basket. Franz Franz Wagner is awesome. His brother Moritz is shining in this tournament. 
And Andy Obst is my favorite non-star player next to Zagars from Latvia and Alexa Vramovic of Team Serbia. Serbia is not without a shot. I believe Nikola Milutinov is next to Jonas Valanciunas, the most dominant center of the tournament. Bogdan Bogdanovic is not only hitting the most important shots, he is also one of the two best playmakers of this team. The other one, a floor general extraordinaire, Stefan Jovic, is the guy that set to superstar Dev and Boban Marjanovic last September in the Stark Arena in Belgrade because he didn't play a lot of top-level basketball in the last three seasons. He's played in only 12 EuroLeague games in those three seasons, but after guys like Mitic and Yaramaz had to decline the invite for the tournament for the rest and injury reasons, Coach Pesic called up Jovic almost from retirement, waited for him patiently to get to the, re the required physical shape, and now is rewarded by Stefan's games, which are Monte Morris level savvy, but also very creative and rising the ceiling of the team. These three experienced guys are Pesic's extended coaching hand on the court and complement other pieces like young Nikola Jovic, defenders like Dobric and Avramovic, potent scorers in Guduric and Marinkovic, and versatile big in Petrushev. Ten-man rotation rounds up Dan Davidovac, who is a funny-looking power forward, who is always at the right place at the right time, and every coin flip rebound is his. Dusan Ristic plays less, he is the third center, but all of them play for their teammate Borisha Simonic, who last played in the group stage versus South Sudan, in which he got injured, and eventually, after two procedures, lost his kidney. His teammates are playing for him, and you can't make these things up. Somebody needs to make a movie about this team. I'm looking at you, Andy. Thankfully, Borisha is feeling better every day and should return to his playing career eventually. If I had a gun to my head, I think Serbia should win the gold medal. I think they are better defensively, and that should decide the game between two elite offenses. Now, that was a rant. Okay, time for my guests for today. My first guest for today is com a comedian, actor, producer, radio host, a podcast legend, but most importantly, and he will confirm this, last week, Denver Nuggets game show champion, Andy Jouet. Andy. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just putting down my, my uh, basketball. I apologize. So you didn't hear anything that I said, right? I'm sorry. You were, I spoke over your intro like an idiot. <laughs> it's okay. So tell me, for how long have you prepared for this shot at repeating as the game show champion? Um, I, some would say my whole life. Um, but, you know, I didn't do a whole lot of prep. I thought to myself, oh, maybe I'll go through some rosters and mem memorize some things and whatever. And I did none of that. Uh, <laughs> I, I did bet against the Rockies. Uh, just a financial tip. If you're not betting for CU and against the Rockies, you're losing money. <laughs> and uh, I just wanted to make sure not only did I feature uh, some work, film work, but also this thermostat. Uh, this thermostat is an incredible product. Um, <clears throat> I believe it's a swing line. Uh, thanks to swing line thermostats for keeping me temperature controlled. <laughs> No, that was the most random plug I've ever heard on a podcast. So kudos <laughs> to you. My second guest today is a podcaster. He's a Serbian corner debutant. He is the host of the Box State Boys podcast. He is a self-proclaimed gift lord and also 
like a guy that feels to me like a king. One of the best Nuggets accounts of on X, formerly known as Twitter, it's Steven Zamora. What's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing today? Glad to be on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Miroslav. I'm honored, privileged. Thank you, thank you. So, uh, as for any other debutant this summer, just just try to tell me in one sentence, how does it feel? How, how this summer feels to you? Like a dream come true, man. Uh, I mean, growing up in Denver, man, nobody ever thought the Nuggets were going to be a championship team, you know? It's just... Uh, you know, you always had the Broncos consistently. Um, the Rockies have always been pretty consistently, too, uh, just the opposite way. Um, and the Avs were always pretty good, you know. But the Nuggets, I remember when I was a kid, we used to get tickets uh, given to us at school, and kids wouldn't go to the games. You know, they were like free tickets, and people still wouldn't go to the games. So uh, just to see how far they've come, man, it's, it's incredible. It's just been, like I said, a dream. It's crazy. It's so funny to me when you mention Broncos because I'm keyed in on the Denver sports for the last eight years and Broncos Broncos have sucked for those eight years. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, I luckily, you know, filtered out all of the Broncos tweets on Twitter because I, I, I hate seeing people being desperate and angry. So <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's been rough. It's been rough since Peyton's left, but uh that's the NFL. You don't win unless you get a good quarterback. So, yeah. So there is some hope, guys, for the next season for the Broncos, right? Oh yeah. Like every season. In the meantime, we got our buffs. <laughs> we got our CU buffs going here. You know, Dion's out there whooping people. So we're right back in it with football. I don't know, I, I don't know Miroslav. I'm with Steven. I think I, my main concern is is Russ's brain might be mashed potatoes now. So we're not sure. <laughs> we're, we're about we'll to see, find dude. out. That's why this season is so important. Okay, not to turn this podcast into the Broncos podcast, we're uh, we're uh, calling up another Nuggets Twitter legend. He is uh, the receipts maestro that keeps on giving, reminding us of the depths of laziness and plain bad intentions we used to see in the Nuggets takes outside of our own bubble, with some nice exceptions, of course. He's a student of the Basketball Reference University, just like I am, a dedicated watcher of box scores, an elite frontrunner when it comes to being a basketball fan. It's, it's Wade. Welcome. <laughs> That's a great intro. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I, I can read Twitter bios really well and, and <laughs> compile them into, into intros. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that whole bio is a troll. <laughs> so it's, listen, man, I... I really like to see a nicely done bio because you know people usually don't take time to to make a good bio. So, so kudos to you too for having a, a great one. Wait, you being here reminded me of a fun question I have for all of you. So, name the team or a player you look forward to playing against the most next season, and you know why. Um, I would have to go with Giannis in the Bucks going into next season. Um, I feel like, you know, the last few years or, or Jokic's whole career, it's been like a different big man that he's been paired against, you know, going back to Przingis, uh, Clint Capella, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Davis, Embiid, and then, and it's, you know, he's aced every test. Yeah. So I look, I look forward to 
uh, the next matchup with him and Giannis because, you know, now that he's gotten his ring, he's got the team MVPs. It's been a lot of uh, chatter from the, the Bucks fan base about whose era this would be, you know, for the or for this decade, you know. So I, I'm looking forward to that next matchup because Joker just won the last three decidingly. So I don't think the next one would be any different, but uh, just another 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 test for him to ace. Just, I'm looking forward to it. Honestly, how how good do you expect the the Bucks to be next season with their aging roster? Um, I think with Giannis on the team, I mean, I, I would say home court advantage anywhere one through four. Um, oh yeah, I, I forgot they play in the East, so yeah, yeah. home court <laughs> is not that exactly that card. <laughs> A little easier. So, yeah, one through anywhere one through four, I can see them slotting. Steven, what about you? Uh, personally, I want to see, um, LeBron probably the most. Um, so the other day I was talking to, um, my niece and I was kind of catching her up and on, on, uh, like the nuggets and stuff like that. And I told her like, Jokic is the best player in the world. Like, I don't say that because I'm a nuggets fan. I don't say that because, you know, I'm biased or something like he legit is the best player in the world. And she's like, really? I'm like, yeah, you know LeBron James? She's like, of course, everybody knows LeBron James. I'm like, he's better than LeBron James. He just beat LeBron James. And she's like, what? Like, it blew her mind, you know? So, I, you know, I just want you know it to be established, you know, that that old guard is dead. This is a new era. And, you know, Yoke is the king of it. Yeah, it's, it's always nice to keep reminding people because, you know, they tend to forget. Yeah. I have a banger of a, of a tweet ready ready for tomorrow with, with Nick Wright's face on it. I hope I will be able to to <laughs> to flash it out. So so we'll see. Uh, good thing about your wish is that the ring night, the, the opening night, is against the Lakers. So exactly. what what's a better chance to yep. play against the 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 top level of competition and LeBron James? Andy, what about you? I love both of their answers, but um, for me, it's it's sort of three players, but I'll pick the top one of well four players i guess if you add uh i'm gonna go with um the the timberwolves because i want to see how they've progressed um i i'm just gonna pick anthony edwards um it, initially i thought the three other players i was thinking of were cat rudy and and now and now nas reed because last year nas reed wasn't in the finals or in the uh, playoffs and i feel like he's another big body to deal with you know, and when Jokic played the bigger body Lakers, that was a tough one. Obviously, his skills and experience and leadership have progressed massively since then. And even then, he was handling it pretty well. But I would love to see how the Timberwolves uh, evolve, if at all. And if they don't, then it's 100%, you know, the Suns, the Lakers, like a handful of teams that can get in the mix in a way that I think would dismantle the Nuggets in a, in a tragic way for the four of us. Interesting, <clears throat> out west, nobody is prepared to play against Jokic against, uh, except for the Timberwolves. It's like all the teams are just hoping, like, like let the Nuggets face the Timberwolves and hopefully they can do something against them so we don't have to play against them. It's, it's similar to what the Nuggets wished for against Houston Rockets like five years ago when Houston Rockets were absolutely... You know, um, uh, not a team we can play against. So yeah, it, it feels it feels good to be in this position. So 
is there a team that frightens you the most next season in the whole season in the whole league let's start with with wade um <clears throat> man it's, it's gonna sound like i'm like, I, i don't have i don't have any fear really i like the, the <laughs> team that the, the team that frightens the team that frightens me, frightens me the most is 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 the nuggets like you know i'm just hoping for for good oh. health and like there's i don't see a team that's built besides the timberwolves um to beat denver um and there hasn't been a person that has shown that they can stop what Jokic can do it hasn't been a player that can show they can stop what uh, jamal murray can do um so really it just comes down to you know the roster stability and health for me steven um i'm kind of on the same path like i really don't fear too many but i guess um if i had to name one um I do like Memphis a lot. I think Memphis has a pretty well-built roster for and you know, we've been saying for the past couple seasons that they're young, you know, and and we got to we got to see how they come out, but like they they they've been doing it for a while. They they were the two seed the past what two years. Um so I mean, they're a young up and coming team. Jaw is like he's a problem, man. Like especially because we have considerable um like weaknesses against super fast athletic guards like that. Like we've always had an issue guarding those guys. Um they have size. I mean Adams is one of the strongest guys in the league. Uh Triple J even though I mean I understand he had a bad uh you know a FIBA cup. But uh you know he's a he's a shot blocker, you know. He can he can go and and change a game with uh you know change with uh switching on defense and all that stuff. So I think they're pretty well built for the Nuggets, but um like Wade said, I really don't fear too many because at the end of the day we have the best player in the world. We have we have everything you can ask for. We have the shooting, we have the size, we have all of it. So, I think we're good, you know. I think that's a really good pick because, you know, Memphis can can do the Adams adjustment against Jokic, so putting, you know, JJJ on the on the help defense. What about you? Dutch Juet? <laughs> Yes, um, that nickname uh, is my pool alias. Like some writers have pseudonyms, um, you know, people have stage names. That if I'm playing pool, uh, my name is not Andy; it's Dutch. Uh, it's important information. Just want to say shout out to Cat, everybody in in Serbia. I love all the comments. Um, I, I love everyone's answer, and there's really multiple answers. But the Lakers do actually kind of scare me. Um, and just because I think it's unwise to write them off, <laughs> period, as long as LeBron is on the team, um, but also because they are deeper now. And with our depth uh, delinqu- or diminished significantly, um, I, I think that we ha- we're – I don't think they're like – I'm not like panicking at all. Our best five players are better than anyone else's best five players, I think, um, our starters – But, you know, Ken Brown and some combination of Zeke and Strother and Justin Holiday and Tyson Hunter and Pickett step up in a way um, that really is beneficial to, to the point where, you know, we're not worried about. Like, I, I feel like the Suns viscerally don't have it. To me, Beal um, is kind of has like Russ energy, except Russ plays harder than Bradley Beal. Um, and so I like, you know, I just, I, I feel like the Lakers are one through 10 are much, uh, tougher 
And I don't know how that shakes out in a seven-game series. Probably similar, but I feel like they're a four-to-two team or a threat. Okay. I, I really like all of your answers, and that will be enough of the, of the serious and, and smart talk for today. It's time to get crazy. So we're, start, we're starting the game show right after these messages. Okay, we're back. Denver Nuggets Game Show Volume 2. So similar to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, this is the Denver Nuggets Game Show. So we'll start off with, uh, with one easier game just to warm you up because things are going to get crazy hard after that. Just a fair warning. So the first game is called Guess the Stat Line. I will give you a stat line of one player on a specific date, and you will tell me who was that guy. It's all the Nuggets, and it's all from the Jokic era. So let's start in the reverse alphabetical order with Zamora. Zamora. March 6th, 2022. 46 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists, 4 blocks, 3 steals, 16 of 22 from the field. That's a tough uh, <laughs> 46 point triple double. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and guess that was Nikola Jokic. It is. It is. Amazing, amazing perception from you. Yes, it is. That was, I, I don't remember. I, I think it was New Orleans, but I'm not sure about that. I think I, that, I yeah. have to is that that's a New Orleans game where they went to uh, overtime? overtime. Man, yeah. that, that's one of my favorite games ever. I love that game. Yeah, and overtime is the reason it's a forty-six point triple double. He would never get to that those numbers in reg regulation, right? <laughs> yeah. So, okay, let's now go to Wade. Wade, January nineteenth, twenty twenty-two, <laughs> forty-nine points, fourteen rebounds, ten assists, one block, three steals. 16 of 25 from the field. Oh, this is a tough one. Um, I'm going to have to go with the Joker. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. That's right. I, 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 I shouldn't have said that it's all nuggets. Yeah, that, that was a mistake. By me. Okay. Okay. It's getting tougher now. Okay. Andy, are you ready? I'm ready. I, you're, I'm ready. <laughs> February 6th, 2021. <laughs> 50 points, 8 rebounds, 12 assists, 3 blocks, 1 steal, 20 from 33 from the field. I'm going to go out on a limb. Um, he's Sambor's favorite son. Uh, he's friends with the greatest tennis player in the world. Um, I'm going to go with Nikola Jokic. <laughs> That's a great guess, and it's correct. So all of you have one point. So we'll now go to the second round that will hopefully determine the, the, the winner of this game. If not, I have a tiebreaker game prepared, of course. So, Stephen, March 4th, 2016. Nine points, two <laughs> rebounds, three assists, one block, one steal, four of 17 from the field. Hmm, 2016. Yes. <sighs> um... Is that a Moutier stat line? That is a really, really good guess, but it's wrong. It's actually Will Barton. 
Okay. It's Will Barton. Okay. So, wait for you. November 13, 2016. 8.2 rebounds, 0 assists, 0 blocks, 0 steals, 3 for 16 <laughs> from the field. I wonder, is that Murray's rookie year? November 13th. I'm not allowed to, to speak. <laughs> I'm going to go with Jamal Murray on that one. Jamal Murray is incorrect oh, because man. that's not his that's not his oh actually it is his rookie season but but that's and not I, I remember he had a very slow start so that's notoriously like slow start this is yeah. this is this is actually emmanuel moudier yeah so, the, three, ah, the, three, okay. the three for 16 was a clear moudier <laughs> yeah efficiency giveaway yeah that yeah, was pretty good efficiency like, for moudier yeah also zero zero assists is pretty good Pretty good, yeah. Catch there. <laughs> so he pulled the Moody at that time. Okay, Andy, if you get this one, you're winning the first game. Okay. February 4th, 2021. So a recent game. 13 points, nine rebounds, six assists, zero blocks, one steal, six of 16 from the field. 2021. Um so during that time frame, I think Jamal and MPJ are out, so they're out of it. Unless, yeah, unless Jamal, yeah, yeah, or Jamal was hurt. Try okay. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna say uh, uh, Aaron Gordon. Oh no, because he was yeah, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon is a really good guess, but it's wrong. It's Nikola Jokic, gotcha. guys. Guys, game. this is this is his worst game in the last five seasons. <laughs> like, I was really digging deep. I mean, I'm not counting those <laughs> games where he didn't shot a ball at all. I I tried to find an inefficient game, and this this is what I came up with. So, we need a tiebreaker. Let me let me try to pull out the tiebreaker. Okay, just a second. Just a second. He bamboozled us with that first round. Uh, got us, so, uh, got <laughs> I, I honestly don't remember what a tiebreaker is, so we'll see now. <laughs> so, name the player that recorded most games with a negative game score for the Nuggets regular season plus playoffs in the Jokic era. So, yell it game, out. Score, game score, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you start. Uh, in a second. So game score is a stat that combines all the stats from the box score and tries to determine if player had a positive or a negative uh, a value for the team. Just a little heads up, negative game score is not very common. So if you're bad, you're usually like plus one or plus two. But if you're really bad, you'll get a minus score. So try to guess and you can do it simultaneously. Just uh, when I say now, uh, not now. So, and the guy that gets it. So remember, it's the Jokic era. Anybody's, anybody's eligible. Uh, but we need the guy that had the most of these games. You know, the biggest number of those games. So start, whoever wants. Trey Lyles. No. Nope. I'm going to go uh, Facundo Campazzo. No. Nope. Will Barton. No. Nope. 
Tori Craig? Nope. Uh, Tyler Lydon? Nope. Nothing of games. Malik Beasley? Nope. Austin Rivers? Nope. Shaq Harrison? Nope. Bryn Forbes? Nope. Oh, that's a good one. Um, um, Wancho Hernan Gomez? Yeah! Wancho oh. <laughs> wow. is a champion Wancho. of negative... Of the negative. <laughs> Ooh, Tory Craig was close. Game score. Right there. Yeah, that was Beasley. 40 glorious games of Juancho and Gomez <laughs> of negative game score. Yes, Tory Craig very close in, in fewer games than Juancho. Vladko is also up there, which is quite surprising to me, I have to be honest. Malik Beasley, Zeke Naji, Jamal Murray, Will Barton, Marcus Howard. Marcus Howard, that's impressive. That is yeah. impressive. In only two seasons, that's yeah. impressive. Facundo Campazzo in two seasons as well. And then Darrell Arthur. So Andy is a winner of the first game. So his prize is to start the second game right after these messages. Okay, we are back. Second game for today. Let me... Oh, Jesus. Let me just share my screen. Here we go. Okay. So, next game. We want to find players with the most games for the Nuggets in the Jokic era, regular season and playoffs, with at least 10 field goals attempted in a game and with 20% or worse field goal percentage. Now, I will tell you that there have been 14 guys with at least two of these games. So chucking a lot, 10 plus shots, but not hitting anything, 20% or less from the field goal. So if you get a guy that had the most such games, you'll get um, 15 points if you get the guy with only two, you will get, well, actually four points because there are four guys tied for the last spot here. So, Andy, you can start with your first guess. Um, I'm going to say to start, I'll go with Tory Craig. Tory Craig is not on the list. What? He is not the guy that shot a lot, man. <clears throat> Tory Craig oh, was... Uh, field goals attempts, but it was yeah. too you need, you need that 10 field goals attempts. Okay. Steven, you are next. Um, well... A first strike, by the way. If you get three strikes, you're out. Andy. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, someone I know who took a lot of shots. That's Will Barton. Will Barton is number one on the list with 14 <laughs> such games. Glorious... Oh. 14 Shit. games. <laughs> so, 15 points for Zamora. Okay. Wait. Wow. Um, I'm going to go with Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray is an excellent guest. He's number two with 11 such games. So, 14 points for you. Andy, back to you. Uh, I'm going to go with the top stat guy from the last contest, Wancho Hernan Gomez. 
Juancho Hernan Gomez is not on the list. Second God. strike for Andy. Second strike. Ooh, wow. This is getting spicy. Okay. Steven. Um, hmm. Somebody that took a lot of shots. Um, I'm going to say Monte Morris. I don't know if he ever had that bad of efficiency, but I know he's probably had games where he's taken at least 10 shots. Monte Morris is not on the list. Come on, guys. He's so efficient. No yeah. way Monte Morris would be there. First strike for you, Steven. Wait. Uh, I'm going to go Wilson Chandler. Wilson Chandler is great. Yes, he only played with Nicola for like two seasons, but he did this three times. So seven points for you, Wade. That's a good guess. And you, you're taking the lead now in the game. Andy, no pressure, but strike and you're out. Yeah, I'm concerned about the field goal attempts on this, but I think his efficiency, everyone would understand my thought process, even if I go out on this guess. So I'm going to say Mason Plumley. And you're out. <laughs> Mason Plumley. Come on, man. Mason Plumley is a center. How can you shoot below 20% as a center? Well, you probably can, but but not in this exercise. Okay. Back to you, Stephen. Okay. Uh, I'm... Man, I got, I'm, I got, I'm choosing between two people right now. Um, I'm going to say Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers is your second strike. He is not on the list. Okay. Wade. Man, this is a lot of pressure. <clears throat> I'm going to go with, with Moutier. Moutier, yes. Moutier is number three with nine such games in only two seasons. Glorious two seasons of Emmanuel Moutier. Okay, 13 points for you. And I think you're running away with this one. Steven, <laughs> if you make it uh, wrong, Wade will win. Okay. But we'll see. Um, so, let me go back a little bit here and think about all the guys. It's probably somebody who started. They're taking that many shots. Um, Paul Millsap? Paul Millsap, yes, he's on the list. He did it three times, so seven points for you. Okay. Back to you, Wade. Huh, okay. Um, no strikes yet, so you can be... Ten shots. Chill. <clears throat> I'm going to go with... Gallinari. Danilo Gallinari, yes, he is fifth on the list with six such games in only two seasons next to Nikola Jokic. Awesome, awesome stuff. Okay. All right. Steven? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, Ray, Rayvon's uh, suggestion there and say Jameer Nelson. Jameer Nelson, yes, he is. He did it four times, four times, 10 points for you. Wade. I did not know we can use the chat. Interesting. <laughs> the, veter the veterans know. Um, I'm going to go with MPJ. MPJ. Yes, actually, he did have two such games. Yes. So 
that's four points for you. All Steven. Right. Um you're getting really good at this late in the in the game. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. We still um, we still need three, six, seven guys, but oh my goodness. Whatever. Have we mentioned Gary Harris yet? Excellent, excellent choice. Gary Harris is number four with seven such games. Ah, he's number four. I was wondering who number four would be. Okay. Yeah, so we still need uh guys that are tied for number six, two of them, and then some some less prominent guys. I'm gonna go with Bones Highland. Yes, wow, Bones Highland did it four times. Amazing game by Wade. In a year and a half, he managed to do that four yeah. times. Huh? He was on my fantasy team. He killed four me a couple times. times so I figured... Yeah. <laughs> okay, Stephen. Um, man, I I don't know if he's gotten enough minutes in any game to do this, but I'm just gonna take a shot in the dark. I'm gonna say Marcus Howard. Marcus Howard. Marcus Howard. And you're out. <laughs> okay, so Wade had one, two, three, four, five, six correct guesses. And Zamora had one, two, three, four. Yeah. I, I I'm not counting these because it's too stressful for me. But but Wade is the champion of this game. Excellent. Ex zero strikes, right? No strikes. That's that's amazing knowledge of chuckers on the nuggets so <laughs> so kudos to you kudos to you really really exciting okay we have um we have yeah this is this is the whole list in case you want to glaze ah, at it Trey Lyles. so we yeah we forgot Trey Lyles we forgot um Aaron Gordon actually mm. Yusuf Nurkic Malik Beasley and Bruce Brown these are the guys we haven't mentioned yet so we have a repeating game for the next oh, segment called man. can i have your full name sir slash madam right after these messages okay we are back can i have your full name sir slash madam in case you don't remember how how this game is played, we're going to make up some three-part full names that will consist of the first name of one person and then the last name of that person that coincidentally is the same or sounds like the first name of the other person and then the last name of said second person. So if I'm going to give you some clues, so... If the first person is a guy that hit the side of the backboard in the clutch against the Nuggets, and the second guy used to be a lead singer in the group, pop group called Wham, your answer will be Paul George Michael. I hope this is clear enough. So Wade is our champion of the second game. He will start with the first clue for the first combination. The first person is a former Nugget. So... Narrow it down. The second person is a fictional character from a movie set in 1941. <laughs> it's the hardest game ever. Um, so, is so a former Nugget? Is this yeah. in the Jokic era, or is this a former? It's Nugget a former Nugget. 
It's okay. a four in my pocket. Yeah, I'm gonna pass. That's that's so particular. <laughs> Okay, Steven. First person is a former Nugget. Second person is a fictional character from a movie set in 1941. Um, I told myself if we played this game that um, my strategy would be wait until I got the, the obvious clues. <laughs> so I'm going to pass on that one too. That's smart. That's really smart strategy. Andy, is something brewing under that, that nice hat of yours? I do have something brewing. I'm stacking up some possibilities in the queue, but I'm going to be like Steven, and I'm going to pass on showing my hand. Smart. Smart. Okay. Wade, second clue. <clears throat> the first person went to the Memphis College. The second person is a Broadway theatrical author who goes to Hollywood to write scripts for the movies. So first person is a former Nugget that played at the Memphis College, and the second person is a fictional character from a movie set in 1941, and he's also a Broadway theatrical author who goes to Hollywood to write scripts for the movies. Oh. Yeah, I'm just not in on the the movie scene to know. I'm gonna pass. <laughs> Steven? Uh, I should have brushed up on my Broadway. Um yeah, I'm gonna do the same. I'm gonna pass. Andy? Now you said the second clue is the character, right? Yes. Okay, well then I think so I have that so that character is the Broadway theatrical author who goes to Hollywood to write scripts for the movies. Catchy. Mir Miroslav, I think I have it for you. Um, it's a Coen Brothers classic mixed with our man, Will Barton. It's Will Barton Fink. Yes, that is correct. That is correct. I have to say, these were pretty... <laughs> I mean, you have, to, you, have to, you have to know the <laughs> film to guess it, but... At the same time, it's kind of easy for the second clue. So in case you didn't get this one, the third clue would, would have been the first person's nickname is Drill, and second person's name is the title of a famous Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. Okay. Next up, Steven. Second combination. The first person is an actor born in 1979 in Emmett, Idaho. God damn it, that's my birth, birth year. So, first person is an actor born in 1979 in Emmett, Idaho. And the second person is a former Nugget. <laughs> uh, let me pass on that one. Andy? Um, I've got some things percolating, but I'm going to go ahead and pass and just and let it marinate till more gets revealed. Okay. Wait. Yeah, I'm going to pass for now. Smart. Second clue. Stephen, the first person won a primetime 
Emmy Award for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series. The second person is a former All-Star player. Hmm. Former All-Star, that was a nugget. Not Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me pass on this one. Maybe it will make it back to me. Andy? Oh, man. I'm going to go ahead and pass, but I, well, should I pass? Let's see. I'm doing the math on the actor's age, and I'm thinking of who it could be, but like primetime Emmy, it, there's so many shows and so many people it could still be, so I'm going to wait. Okay, Wade? I mean, there's not that many former All-Star Nuggets. Um, but yeah, I just don't know much about the Hollywood scene, so I'm going to pass. <laughs> okay. Steven, last clue. Hear me. The first person is a star of Breaking Bad. The second person does magic in his free time. God damn it. Uh, man, I'm trying to think of who the actor is. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the actor's name, but um, I, I, I know who the Nuggets player is that you're talking about. Um, Man. I'll, I'll pass. I'll pass on that. Andy? Miroslav, this gentleman, I believe, clocks in at about five feet five and is a beautiful blonde buzz cut. And the other gentleman helped with voting rights in Atlanta during the last election. I'm talking about, of course, Aaron Paul Millsap. Aaron Paul Millsap is the correct answer good job andy and now the third combination for you now we're getting weird <laughs> if, if this wasn't weird enough okay the first one was pretty weird but i loved it ah, thank you so the first person is a former nugget and the second person is a fictional character Created in 1940. Oh, it's for me. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pass. Smart. Wait. <laughs> I don't know. 1940s, like. Yeah, that's that's the year when this fictional character was created. Yeah. Um... Yeah, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass, but I I I think I know where you're going with this one though. So I'm waiting to the next round. Good, good, Stephen. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Let's find out our next clue here. <laughs> okay. Andy, are you ready? I am ready. The first person 
will play next season for the same team he played for in 2019-2020 season. And the second person is a DC Universe superhero. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I think... Oh, okay. No. DC Universe. Um, okay. I am struggling with the nugget. Go ahead. Pass. Wait, so let me repeat. The first person is a former nugget who will play next season for the same team he already played for in 2019-2020 season. And the second season is a character created in 1940 and is a DC Universe superhero. What is this guy's name? Oh, man. I, I, I know who the second character Sec the second part of it is, but I cannot think of the what the oh man, his name is just escaping me right now. I, I, I'm gonna have to pass. I don't want to take too much time because I know it's not gonna. I'm not gonna get it. Thank you for saving our time, Stephen. <laughs> okay, so it's a former nugget. That plays for the team he played for in 2019. Yes. Next said? season, he will play for the team he already played in 2019-2020. And the second character is a DC Universe superhero created in 1940. Hmm. Like most of DC superheroes, to be honest. Yeah. Um. Let's get the third clue. We'll do that because I, I have an idea, but or a couple maybe, but <clears throat> okay. Andy, the first person is known for his Statue of Liberty dunks. And the second person, his name is the title of a 2011 movie starring Ryan Reynolds of Canada. Oh, baby. Thank you for this third clue. Um, he has a beautiful family. We wish he would came back maybe for one more year or do we? I don't know. It's debatable. But he while he would blow coverages in the finals, he would also dunk on everyone all the time. I'm going to say Houston's own Jeff Green Lantern. That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> Jeff Green played for Houston Rockets three seasons ago, and now he is robbing them like Two years, 16 million or whatever <laughs> they gave him. Good for him. I'm really happy for Jeff. Yeah, I was way get, off. I was, get I that, get that, that check, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> I, I would kind of like for you to, to guess my tiebreaker. No, may, maybe I will save it for, for the next show. <laughs> okay. We have one more game to finish this, this show off. So, Andy, you're, you're a winner of the last game. So, you will, you will get the first crack of the last game. Let me just let me just move to the final game. And this is pretty easy on surface. Name the players that have played the most games, regular season plus playoffs, for the Nuggets in the Jokic era. 
So this is pretty straightforward. In the last eight seasons, which guys played the most games? And I've selected the top 12 because these guys played 190 or more games. After that, the drop-off is pretty significant. So let's start with the last game's champion, Andy Jouette. Um, I think I know that. Yeah, I, I think I'm just going to keep it simple and get the big guys out of the way first. I'm going to say Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic played in 664 games, which gives you 12 points. Wait. Uh, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray is third on the list with 463 points. So that's 10 points for you. Steven. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Jokic's uh, buddy, Vlatko. Vlatko is not on the list. Vlatko is wow. not on the list. Been there so long. First strike. Andy. Yeah, but he's been injured as well and out yeah, of the rotation for a long time. Andy. I'm going to say Gary Harris. Gary Harris, excellent guest. He's number four with 360 games. So, hundreds less than Jamal Murray. And 300 less than Nikola Jokic. Back to you, Wade. Let's go with Drew. Will Barton. Will Barton is number two with 473 games. That's great guess by Wade, who now has number two and number three, and Andy has number one and number four. So that's a tie. Steven. Um, I'm going to go with Monte Morris. Excellent guess. He is number five, 328 uh, games. So that's eight points for you. Wade. Oh, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry, Andy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I am going to say something that's probably a wrong answer. Uh, but by the way, you guessed top five guys, it's getting really interesting now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so, right? Um, you know, he, I'm gonna say. Including the playoff games makes yes. it a, a different equation, and I'm trying to factor in how many playoff games a couple guys have played in. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon is 11th on the list with 203 games. Two points for you, Andy. He is. Second to last on this list. So, a pretty bad guess. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> to do this. Keeping me alive. It's keeping me alive. <laughs> Wait. Uh, let's go with... We see. Now, I, I didn't even see playoffs on there. And yeah. I, I hate this guy for what he did to us in the playoffs. But let's go with Mason Plumley. Mason Plumley is number six on the list. 277 games that's seven points for Wade. He was an Iron Man. He played in every game. Actually, too many games <laughs> at the very end, I guess. Okay, back to you, Stephen. 
Um, hmm. Paul Millsap? Paul Millsap is right there. Number seven. Six points for you. Paul Millsap played in 257 games, even with his injury. Okay, you you have top seven guys now. Still, four more guys in the in the bottom part of the ladder. Andy, I'm buying uh, more seconds. Speaking of iron horses, I just feel like he played a lot of games in the regular season and the playoffs when a lot of people were injured. So I'm gonna say. E Eking in on the bottom of the list is Tory Craig. Tory Craig, yes, he is on the list. Two hundred and four uh, games, three points for you, Andy. He is number ten on the list. So we still need just three more guys. A guy that's number eight, nine, and twelve. Wait. All right. So regular season and playoffs. I'm going to add. Although he's been injured a lot. I think Michael Porter Jr. has reached that 200-game threshold. Michael Porter Jr. is correct. 236 games. So that's another five points for you, Wade. Steven. Um, Two more guys. Well, we mentioned him earlier about having a, a healthy season before. Um, I'm going to try out Malik Beasley. Yes, Malik Beasley is... Number nine on the list, four points for you. Just one more guy. So you'll have, all of you will have one crack at the last guy. So make it count, son. Andy. <laughs> am, I, am I allowed to ask a question about who we've already picked? Yes, you, you we, are. We picked, so, we, picked, we picked Will Barton already, right? Yes, we've picked Nikola yeah, Jokic, okay. Will Barton, okay, okay. Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Monte Just Morris. Mason Plumley, Paul Millsap, Michael Porter Jr., Malik Beasley, Tori Craig, Aaron Gordon. Last guy on the list. Um, I know he played a lot of games in one season. I think he played enough in at least over the other two seasons, and that's Juancho Hernan Gomez. Yes, that's correct. I cannot believe we got all of these guys. <laughs> Incredible job, guys. I think that there was like like only two strikes between all of you guys so uh, amazing job guys so i will have to count these points now because it's too close so andy has 21 and then he has six more so that's 27 for andy and wade has 21 and eight that's 29 wade is the winner of Ooh. the second inaugural denver nuggets game show <laughs> trivia extravaganza so let me just let me just show the whole list so people will know that these these are in fact the right guys to mention okay that was excellent that's all for today folks we'll keep playing these silly games for the rest of september wait can i get a tentative maybe for your return next week as a reigning champion Yes, I got. I got to come back for the repeat. I got to do it. <laughs> you, you didn't expect this before the show, right? No, nah, I, I really thought I was. I was going to embarrass myself. You I, had I an excellent, excellent showing today. <laughs> so, as for you, my dear observer, 
tune in tomorrow at 6.20 a.m. Mountain Time. And that's 14.20 Central European Time for the Serbia-Germany gold medal game. It's going to be the first gold medal for either of these two countries since the five gold medals we count as our own were won by big Yugoslavia, three of them, and small Yugoslavia, the other two. Have a great weekend, everybody. Oh, and before before I let you go, do, do you want something to plug before we go? Zamora, can you tell us a bit about your podcast? Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I... Um... If you guys ever want to check it out, it's a Box Day Boys podcast. Uh, you can follow us at Box Day Boys 303 um, on all platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Um, and Oh, and I wanted to shout out um, some of my homies on Reddit. They I asked them if there was anything they wanted to tell you, Marislav. You mind if I at, tell you these real quick? Of course. All right. So uh, somebody said to tell you that I know the legendary Boneyard Bill. So, Boneyard Bill, shout out to you, man. Um, Brock Smash Good says, tell him I love his relaxed broadcasting style, and I wish more pundits and podcasters were like him. Um, and then uh, Bradley's underscore Chubb. Even though you, this is a question for you, Miroslav. Even though Jokic isn't on the team this year, has his success in the NBA tangibly inspired Serbian players, both professional and non-professional, to, pers- to pursue their passion? I thought that was a good question. Yeah, but players-wise, I, I think he did because, you know, young guys understand how lucrative it is to be a top-level talent in the NBA. So for sure, having a guy from our, our parts being such a huge star makes a big impact on the guys that are already playing or, to be honest completely, to their parents forcing kids <laughs> to play basketball now <laughs> and and hiring you know, private tutors and stuff like that to try to 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 make them thrive so that's a, that's a really good question i actually had another question from from mislav chuk my my nephew from croatia who asked me if uh, something on the note of uh, uh, can nikola jokic come back uh, to the to the pantheon of of serbian basketball if serbia now wins gold medal without him and i will tell him he never left and uh, but in order to be considered one of the top five guys from from everybody in serbia he will need to to come back next year and bring us the olympic gold so that's that's basically my answer wait do you have something uh, fun to to announce uh not, nothing too crazy i mean if anybody wants to follow me on twitter it's at it's underscore wade um i'm still pulling receipts in september i still got a bunch to get through so if you want to join in on this fun uh you can follow me there that's it and you have that's a very follow. yeah and you have a very discreet plug behind you right now <laughs> i don't know if people can even see it the thermostat. Yeah, uh, I, I, <laughs> the thermostat. Shout out for keeping me at exactly 71 degrees swing line thermostat. Um, not a lot of people are talking about what the people in, in HVAC, which is heating, uh, ventilation, and air conditioning for people not familiar with that acronym. Um, I'll plug my Twitter. It's at Andy Jewett. J-U-E-T-T is my last name, at Andy Jewett. Uh, come there. We have fun. Like, Wade's a fun guy. Now I know Steven, or 
Miroslav's the best. Um, you know, let's have fun on the internet like it used to be. Talk about dumb stuff. Um, offline, the film, my film right here that's in the back will be at a new film festival sh I'll announce shortly on that on Twitter. Um, and then I'd also like to plug my son is a music producer and a DJ. If you're in Denver, September 29th, come out to his album release party at Orchid. Um, he uh, has an album called Air Garden. Uh, that comes out September 22nd. So on Spotify, go look for Raiju. His name is R-Y-J-U. He used to be Mesmeric, but he's changed his name because that's how it goes. His name is Ryan Jewett, hence Raiju. So September 29th at Orchid, come out 10 o'clock. We'll dance. We'll have a great time. So he followed the path of Ines Kanter, who is now Ines Freedom, I guess. <laughs> Changing his name. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Get, that's, that's a really bad joke. Sorry. Kanter too much. Time. Let's <laughs> uh, end it on the on the encounter, huh? Yes, for sure. People follow these guys; they're hilarious. I I I love being joined by them on Twitter every day. And have a great weekend, everybody, and see you next Saturday. Idemo Serbia. <laughs>